Welcome to Women Living Courageously, a virtual women's ministry working in tandem with the ministries of Love Worth Finding. We are here to encourage you to laugh without fear of the future. I'm your host, Melanie Red, and we are so glad you have joined us today. I'm so excited to have a special guest today in the studio. I get to introduce you today to my ministry partner here at Love Worth Finding. Her name is Mallory Allen, and she and I have the privilege of working together to encourage women of all ages. While my focus is primarily on women, Mallory focuses on young moms who have babies, toddlers, or school-age kids. We both share blog posts, emails, social media posts, and several podcast episodes each month to instruct, inspire, and offer hope. Mallory is the creator and host of Faithful 31 Moms. I'll put the link in the show notes so you can check it out. She's also the author of two amazing books, Casting of the Flowers Children's Book and the Casting of the Flowers Devotional Coloring Book. Also, my friend Mallory is married to church planter and pastor Josh Allen. They have two wonderful boys, Jake and James. And I have to tell you that this sweet lady has a huge heart for the Lord and for others. I'm so blessed to get to introduce her to you today. Welcome, Mallory. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. We are glad you're here, and we're just going to have fun. I've got some questions for you, and we're just going to have a conversation that I believe will be encouraging, and and I love it because we're kind of sharing today about mentoring and talking about multi-generational relationships, and you and I have one of those. We're not the same age, (laughs) but we're friends, so I think that's a lot of fun. We're absolutely friends. (laughs) And that's what makes it fun. I love having friends of different ages. Well, tell us a little bit about how you first came to know Jesus personally? Okay, well, I was six. I was in between kindergarten and first grade, so I was young. And I've always been an old soul, as my mother calls me. And I just remember getting up one night. They had already put me to bed. I went in the living room, and I said, I want to ask Jesus into my heart. They probably thought, knowing me, I was just trying to an excuse to stay up later. But I was actually very serious. <laughs> and um, my parents were my Sunday school teachers at the time. So I kind of got the best of both worlds um, with that. And so I just remember the wisdom that my parents had and said, we're going to wait a couple weeks and we're going to um, go through and make sure that you understand who Jesus is, what he's done for you, and that you're really ready because you're still really young. I mean, my, my dad was like 26 when he got saved. So, I mean, you know, he was probably thrown off by this. And I, I'm a little on the stubborn side. So after those couple weeks were up, we went to visit my grandmother. And I just remember telling my mom, I'm ready to get saved. And if you won't help me, then I'll find somebody that will. <laughs> yeah. And so my mom just kind of laughed. And her and my grandmother in uh, my grandmother's living room actually is where I asked the Lord to come in and save me. I have had lots of um Ups and downs is getting saved young will happen, but um, I have never doubted ultimately that as an old soul, stubborn six-year-old that I knew what I was doing, Um, but I have definitely learned a lot and grown a lot to know the Lord more since then. So That's cool. That's a great testimony, and I could see you doing that. I could see all that with you, (laughs) Um, and I love now full circle that God's called you to do ministry to parents of young children. You're responsible for a ministry called Faithful 31 Moms. So tell us about how that came to, how'd you get that idea? Where did that come from? And tell us a little bit about the ministry. Actually, January 2020, right before, I guess, the world shut down. And 
I had known about Love Worth Finding as a ministry with Dr. Adrian Rogers for years. Um, my husband grew up under his teaching. But other than knowing that my grandpa watched it on TV, I didn't know much about it, to be honest. And so um, Josh's grandfather kept being like, y'all have got to get this Love Worth Finding app. And I was like, oh, you know, I don't know. And so one time he came to visit and I got the app. And um, I guess it was around Christmas in 2019. So I pulled it out in 2020 and I found a message from um, Pastor Rogers on the magnificent mother. He basically said in in the message, mothers are perhaps the most influential people on the planet because you're literally raising up the leaders of tomorrow. And um, how you do that, if you're pouring Jesus into them, is so crucial. And I just thought, yeah, I really like that, you know, and that just kind of got me pumped up. And the Lord just sparked something in my heart that day. Soon after that, we surrendered to a call to move to Memphis and plant a church, and I needed to find somewhere to work and all that. But I wanted to do something that was more than that. I wanted to do something that the Lord was truly calling me to do. And so after this original message had kind of planted in my heart, I began thinking about how passionate I was about motherhood and my own, like with my own boys. I'd already had my two boys at this point. They were still really young. Um, And then I started thinking about how I had a compassionate heart for mothers that I'd never had before, just from different things that I'd walked through um, with postpartum. And I'd been a part of lots of ministries in the church about trying to get something started like this, but I didn't know how to make it happen. And so I just felt like the Lord was like, just keep pursuing. I'm going to keep opening doors and you keep walking through them. And so that's kind of how it happened. And here we are with Faithful 31 Moms. I would love for you to check it out, either listening or if you have a daughter-in-law or a daughter or just a mom that you know in your life trying to kind of figure things out. She's a young mom. Um, I'd love for you to share that with her. So That's great. And so you have a, you have a website, you have a podcast, you're on social media, on Facebook and Instagram, and you send out emails. Well, tell us this. What, what has been, give me the best part? What highlights? What has been the most fun? Because you've been doing this now about two years. And so what have you loved most? Wow, there's so many things that I could say um, to that. But I think ultimately, I love how women that are currently in my life, or maybe it's someone that I knew in college, or someone that I knew, I've lived in a couple cities now, in a city that I've lived in before. um, And we're mothers now together. But other than seeing each other's, you know, family vacation, vacation pictures on social media, we don't really have a way to keep in touch. And I've had so many moms reach out and just say, "Um, I know I haven't talked to you in forever, but I just listened to this podcast on this mom of the Bible or on this topic about whatever it may be. And I was just so encouraged or so challenged. And that's what it is about for me, because I know when I had my first child, he had like severe colic. And I just remember feeling so alone. And so even if it's just through a podcast or through, I guess, like social media, digital ministry, if you will, um, even if it's just something like that that can make them know, okay, she knows how I feel, or, you know, she's going to help challenge and encourage me. And I don't claim to know everything because <laughs> I definitely do not. But um, it's just, I love to see when it connects for moms and when they reach out and they say, this really, like, is what I needed to hear. That's great. And it's a wonderful ministry. So y'all need to check out Faithful 31 Moms. And, and I will link all those 
put all those links in the show notes. And, and I love how we get to partner together in ministry. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about today, about mentoring. Some call it discipleship. Um, but I was thinking about it. I told you the story. I had a friend, Barbara, that was at a, a big church. And some younger women all said, hey, we want to have a mentoring program. And we're going to get all our friends together. And they asked this older lady, they said, will you get all your friends together? And so they met at this house. And it was packed with younger women, like 30 younger women. But there were only four older women that showed up. They could not get the older women to come. And I wonder, have you seen this as well? I know you're a pastor's wife. Have you noticed this is kind of common in our churches? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I actually have kind of an example like that as well. Uh, Josh and I, we just had one child at the time. Jake was about three. And he was a college and young adults pastor. And so we left our current Sunday school class when we got to go because, you know, you're so busy, like, doing ministry and everything. But we left our current class to start a new one, and the whole point was for it to be young couples and older couples intentionally for the purpose of the older couples mentoring the younger. And we had the hardest time trying to find more than one couple the older couple to come. And um, eventually the Lord put it together and it was really, it was really neat. But we still struggled, you know, through that in different seasons um, of that class. And I can still remember, you know, being like, what, what about, what about me? Like I'm, I might be a pastor's wife, but I'm still a sinner and I still am a young mom and I still have a lot to learn. Um, you know, I, I need someone to help me mentor me as well. And um, I think that a lot of times it's just maybe intimidating or maybe older people just don't see the need that younger people really do want to hang out with them and learn from them. And um, once that was kind of made known, it was really a pretty neat thing that we did. So Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. What do you think young women are looking for? Because sometimes older women, I'm, I guess I'm an old older woman, not an old woman, but an older woman. <laughs> You're not old. But, but what is it that younger women are looking for? What do they want from the older woman? Because sometimes that's what they'll ask. What do you mean mentoring? What are you really looking for? Yeah, um, that's a great question. I think the first thing that comes to my mind is I just want someone that will invite me into their mess because ultimately we all have, you know, struggles. We all have hard things that happen to us. You know, you have, you know, sick children, you have aging parents, you have people that pass away that you love. You have laundry on the couch just like everybody else and dirty dishes in the sink. And I just think that a lot of times Maybe an older woman thinks, well, I've got to have it all together to to have this younger woman over to my house or, you know, to go out to lunch with her or whatever it looks like. And that's not really the case at all, because let me just go ahead and tell you that we're hanging on by a thread most days as young moms. And so anything of your life is going to look more together than ours. And it would honestly be more encouraging for me to know that, like, you don't have it all together. Uh, That's not at all what we're looking for, if that's not to the point enough. I just think we want to see your real life, and I want to see how you trust Jesus through it. Yeah, that's a great word. let Let me ask you this along the same lines. How do you think older women then can make themselves more available? Like, what would make an older woman more approachable to you? Well, I think that one thing that I thought of is 
like if I were to ask you to mentor me, you might think that you would have to mentor me for this inevitable amount of time, like for forever. (laughs) And the honest truth is I was trying to think back over my life and I haven't had a ton of mentors, but I've had several like significant ones that stick out. And maybe even in the moment, I didn't even know that they were mentoring me. But like, for example, sometimes you just need to be there in a season for a younger mom. Like when I had Jake, I mentioned earlier, severe colic. I didn't even know which way was up. Wasn't getting any sleep for nine months. He had a lot of gastro problems. And I had a mom that came over that was a volunteer in our youth ministry. Josh was doing youth at the time. And she just took all of my laundry. She took it all. And she said, I'm taking this home and I'm going to wash all of your towels and I'm going to wash all of your clothes. And that's embarrassing because here I am like, you know, just had a baby and things are not tidy. And she's like, I'm going to take all this home and I'm going to wash all this. And then me and my husband are going to come over in a few nights and we're going to keep him and you you can go out on a date. And I was just like, I'm not one to like really ask for help. She just told me she was going to do it. And I was like, uh okay, you know, but that was such a blessing to me. And over time, our relationship, like you said, has become a friendship. Um, And she's still in my life today. She's not really having to mentor me in the same way that she was 10 years ago when I was thinking about having kids. And then eight years ago when I had one and it rocked my world. But we're still friends and she still pours into me. Or I've had another woman after I'd already had both children, had it a little more together, but I just needed to go deeper spiritually. And I just wanted to see somebody that was like living life. And we would just meet for coffee every once in a while. It wasn't like a thing where it's like every first Monday of the month or anything like that. And over time, if someone said, do you have like one life mentor? I would say no, other than like my own mother. But it's just people that have come into my life And whether I asked for it, I asked for that second one. Like, can we go have coffee? Um, And But the first one, she didn't even give me an option. She just, like, stepped into my life. And it meant so much to me. Yeah. It sounds like you're you're almost saying you just have to care, that there's a lot about just compassion and kindness. I I think of a girl when you were sharing that, that uh, she and her husband came home from the mission field with two little boys, and one of them had cancer, and they had they were at St. Jude. We had never met them, and we heard they needed to have a date night, and they needed just some time. And so we showed up at their little apartment. They never—we had mutual friends, but they never met us. And they went out on a date, and we kept the two little boys. It was a long night for us, for Randy and me. But <laughs> that began a really sweet friendship, and I began to really pour into that girl's life. And she was younger, and we've been friends now for a lot of years, that little boy that was at St. Jude is now about to graduate from high school. Uh, but, I, but I love how it just began just because we went over and babysat. It wasn't anything major. And it turned into a friendship. Yeah. I think that just find someone that has a need. And if you're an older woman that has maybe a little more time than you did when your kids were little, and find a way to step in and help that younger mom. It could be anything, um, helping with babysitting, helping her with her laundry. You know, I think one of the number one things I said earlier is we want to step into your mess and know that you don't have it all together as an older woman, that you're real with us. But at the same time, as a younger mom, I don't want to feel like I'm being judged by you coming over and like things aren't all together. Like my kids are not all together. I have stuff all over the house kind of thing. Um, I just think mentoring is about being real with each other 
and realizing that you're in different stages of life, but giving like grace and compassion in those different stages. That's good. Yeah. And you've been sharing a lot about mentoring on your podcast. In fact, you and I talked earlier, so we'll link that in the show notes because we kind of switched roles and and talked a little bit about mentoring. And I know you've done a lot of uh, podcasts about Ruth and Naomi. And so we'll link those as well so your listeners can listen. Um, Anything else you want to share about mentoring, why it matters so much to you or why you've wanted to focus on it? Yeah, I think it is just a question that a lot of young women ask me, and I think that it's something that we crave, but we just don't really know how to go about finding it. And um, something that you said, Melanie, in our podcast that you mentioned where I interviewed you is just ask us. And so, you know, I think that that gives me a lot of freedom for any of you listening right now that if a if a mom were to come up and ask you, can we just hang out? Can I just, you know, come have coffee with you or just see how you do life? And, um, you know, or it might be that you find a way to step into her life, like I said, about just finding a need that she might have um, for that younger mom. And that means the world, you know, and that is definitely a way to just break barriers Um, just to do real life together. It's so important to me, ultimately, I think, with mentoring is because it replicates itself. So if you're listening and you've had someone pour into your life, then you should turn around and do that for somebody else. It's just like, you know, discipleship, like salvation, it replicates. You're supposed to continue to share your faith. And alongside that, like, love the women that are that are in front of you and and learn from their wisdom and then turn around and love the women that are behind you and teach them what you've learned. You know, that's a great word. And, and I would add this. If you're listening and you say, you know, I really would be open to that. Why don't you just take a moment today and say, Lord, I'm willing. I'm, I mean, as I was preparing for this today, I told the Lord it's been a while for me and that I was willing. And I was like, Lord, send me some more young women because it keeps you young. It gets you excited. It gives you this energy about your life. It holds you accountable. And I think mentoring is sweet. And so just tell the Lord, if you're out there listening, hey, I might be willing to do that. God, would you open a door? Give me a little opening and I'll invest in the life of a younger woman. Well, let's talk about this. You've written some books, and um, I'm excited about these books. And I know one of them is a bestseller in the Love We're Finding bookstore. And so um, tell us about the books. Yes, they're both children's books. So the first one is called Casting of the Flowers. And I got the, the story, the name of the book, Casting of the Flowers, from a story that Miss Joyce Rogers told me about her and Adrian Rogers. So I turned around and I made, with Miss Joyce's permission, uh, the little boy in this story named Adrian, just to honor him. And it's really a neat book. It takes kids through the names of God in a way that they can understand. So it breaks it down by like alphabetical order. It was really a lot of fun to write. And then the other one goes along with it. It's a devotional coloring book. So we took every name of God with the A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and we had a um, an illustration, like a an activity where you trace your hand or a picture to color or something like that, go alongside of it, added some more scripture and then an activity to kind of make that come to life for you, that Jesus is a miracle worker, that he is boundless, he has no bounds, that he is alpha and omega, and what that really would look like for a child to understand. So if you have a child in your life that you think would benefit from that or a grandchild, 
they are available um, on Love Our Findings website as well. Wonderful. We'll put that in the show notes so that people can link. Tell us, how do people find you? How do they get in touch with you? Yeah, I am on um, Instagram and Facebook at Faithful31Moms and also at Faithful31Moms.com. You can find all the links to the blogs and the podcasts and anything that um, free that I'm offering for that month, if you will. I have some free downloads and things that I'll gradually change in and out and the casting of the flowers books and all that stuff. So that was faithful31moms.com. Excellent. I encourage you to get in touch with her. As we finish up at Women Living Courageously, our motto is we are ordinary women, but we serve an extraordinary God. And so I have two final questions for you. First, how are you ordinary? How are you just one of the girls? <laughs> um, well, I drive a minivan and um, <laughs> and currently it's covered in cracker crumbs because my youngest son decided that it was a good idea to crunch up his Ritz crackers the other day and then pour them on the floor and I haven't had time to vacuum them up. So that's pretty ordinary. <laughs> that's really ordinary. I think somebody can relate. There's a mom or a grandma that's laughing. She's like, yep, me too. All right. Well, this is the other question I love to ask. How has God been extraordinary to you? Yeah, I think that... Um, for one, just giving me the honor of being a part of this ministry is an extraordinary thing that I know only came from God and not from me. And I just think the way that he steps into my mess every day and gives me that peace and assurance that I need, because um, women, we question ourselves a lot. And I think that the Lord is so quick to say, no, you are a mom to these boys for a reason. You're the wife to Josh for a reason. And you're doing this ministry for a reason. So that's all God. Amen. That's good. That's a great way to share. Yeah. Well, listen, before we go, I have a few great resources to share with you, and they're related to mentoring and to having relationships with people of different generations. And the first one's on Amazon. I have an easy-to-use book for those who want to go through the basics, either by yourself or with a younger friend or in a small group. It's a book called Stepping Closer to the Savior, and it's a practical workbook that shows you how to pray, how to study the Bible, share your faith, and grow closer to Jesus. And I'll link this book in the show notes. And also, Love We're Finding has a mentoring series that they've just come up with that's available. And you can get two little, they're little mini books that you can get for $10 that you could go through with someone else. There's one about discovering Jesus. There's one called What Every Christian Ought to Know. And there's one called The Factors of Faithfulness. And I'll link these little booklets in the show notes. And so thank you, Mallory, for joining us today. I so appreciate you and your ministry. This has been so informative and so helpful. And we've been so glad to have you here. Thanks for having me. I loved it. It's been sweet. And I, and I believe many women have been encouraged to at least be open and receptive to mentoring someone else. So it's been really good. Remember today, we are ordinary women, but we serve an extraordinary God who can use you.